BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is presented by State Backs. State Bags makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to get back to this shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, State Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply material donation. State, bag, State Bags has your back. And part of that commitment is making a difference in local kids' lives. Get you ready for your commute or wherever you're traveling next. State is offering our listeners 15% off their next purchase at statebags.com using the code POD. That's 15% off your next purchase using the code POD. P-O-D at statebags.com. Statebags, they have your back. We're doing Alberta, Canada. Huh? Shout out to everybody in Canada. In Alberta. Oh, it's not cold. Not yet. No. Yes. Um. What? Uh, anything to announce, Amanda? No, nothing going on? Nope. Messing with the mic, apparently, and um, what we have now is uh, it's better. Here we go. What? <laughs> so, Alberta. What? Tell me about Alberta, Amanda. Well, you go first. Which, okay. You know a little bit more about it than I do. What? 
You're a smart one. <laughs> yeah, okay. I am now. Area, now known as Alberta, has been inhabited by various Native American First Nation groups for at least 10,000 years. That's quite a long time, ain't we think? Yeah, but That's more a- than I feel like we've been on this earth. That's about a year older than my mama. <laughs> that is wrong. European explorers first appeared in the 1750s as the fur trade expanded across Western North America. Two rivals, Hudson Bay Company and the Northwest Company, began building trading posts in the last quarter of the 18th century along the major northern rivers of Athabasca, North Saskatchewan, and East. From 1821, the companies emerged until 1870 and this region was transferred to the Dominion of Canada. Hudson's Bay Company controlled and governed the area, populated by First Nations people. Um, Nittis? Nittis? Is that how you say it? I think so. And a, fur, and a few European fur traders, missionaries, and settlers. After 1870, settlement in north southern Alberta began, based on a ranching economic. The f- hmm? What? I said it wrong, didn't I? Economic. Economy. Uh, my bad. Uh, First Nations had begun dis- uh, decimate. They've been decimated. They got wiped out. <laughs> I was thinking a different word, but that's fine. Um, decimated. Word is Damned. <laughs> like they were screwed. Yeah, they were. Uh, decimated by European diseases and the disappearance of the buffalo, their main source of livelihood. The signaling of the treaties regulated the remaining First Nations people to reserves or reservations, but not before the abuse of unscrupulous trades yeah. had been hastened the creation of the Northwest Mountain Police, now known as the Royal Canadian Mountie Police. In, 19, in 1874, the Mounties established Fort Mantelord. Wherever that is. And the land and laid the basis of Canadian law enforcement in Alberta. So things like the Mounties. Yeah, the ones that ride on the horses and yeah. police everyone. The Dominion Lands Act of 1872, which provided low-cost homesteads. Think of the Homestead Acts that we got here. Just like that for Canada. A lot of the laws in Canada are similar to the laws here. They just don't have the same Bill of Rights and different things like that that we have that the Founding Fathers created. The building of the Canadian Pacific Railway, which reached Calgary in 1883, and various promotional campaigns brought an influx of settlers from Eastern Canada United States and Europe. By 1901, the population had reached 73,000. Ooh, that's a lot of people. That's like about seven times the size of Cumberland County. Yeah, pretty much. The Cumberland County has like 10,000. Think so? I think so. I have to check. Because I know they said census, like this for this year. Yeah, they just did it, so I don't know if they updated it yet online. Uh, and by 1911, it had ballooned to 374,000. Ooh. Like. It tripled. 
More than triples. More than triples. It's like triples. Yeah. Because if you think about it, seven times five is thirty-five. Thirty-five triples. So yeah. People could have moved there, you know. Yes. <laughs> Not at all about having babies. Well, well <laughs> back then they had babies by a dozen because they're afraid. But they're afraid of being. They, they die all the time, kids. I was just about to say, they're afraid of being decimated by uh, plates. Yeah. So, um. Development of early maturing and more disease-resistant varieties of wheat made crop farming less risky in northern areas. Newly feasible, subsequently, a wheat-based economy expanded throughout most of the arable parts of the province. Yeah, there was a guy who like made this like really strong like strain of wheat that's like really good for like drought and stuff, and he got like a Nobel Prize for. Oh, what's his fucking name? I'm gonna find it. So tell me about, while I'm doing, looking for this, say, what's your favorite things about Canada? The winters, probably, because it's so pretty. It's nice and white. That and how they make, uh, their maple trees with snow. Which, pretty much put maple in the snow with a stick and then roll it around and it solidifies. government in which the executive branch is drawn from and answerable to an uh, elective legislation branch. What's that like? Here. Really? It's nothing like that here. Yeah, the legislation, the judicial, and yeah, the... It, is, it says it's like that, but it's not really like that. Donald Trump can do whatever he wants. Let's go over here. Okay. That's this president. It's not like that with every president. And let's not get into politics. Okay, developed gradually from 1875 when the Northwest Treaties Act went into effect until 1897 when a fully responsible legislation assembly was elected. Made a district of the Northwest Treaties in 1882, Alberta was enlarged to its present boundaries in 1905 when it was made a province of Canada. Although crown lands and natural resources remain under feudal control, uh, federal control until 1930. I'm gonna say this right, but uh, Edmonton. 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 Thank you. A distribution center that became the capital grew rapidly, as did other urban centers. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to spell it my way for. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You'd think we would put the E before the R. Anyway, um, Calgary? Calgary. Bloomed with the discovery of oil at the Cherna Valley in 1914. Medicine Hat and Lethbridge. Lethbridge. Interesting names. The latter a coal mining area since the 
1870s developed into important distribution centers. Railways spread over most of the province, increasing agricultural development and providing a ready market for Alberta's vast coal deposits. So they found, they found natural resources in these areas and they developed them. Yep, pretty much what we did here, but we kind of drained everything. During World War One, this was Germany, I think. Was it Germany, Italy, France, or was that World War Two? France was on our side. France was. Maybe by French. Either or. Well, I mean, I thought it was the 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 four main groups: U.S. France, Italy. It was U.S., Russia, and England, or the um, allies. Uh, I don't remember. That was Germany, Japan, Germany, Japanese, Japan, Italy were the axis. Yeah, but that was World War One or World War Two. That was World War Two. Then I don't remember World War One. That's pretty sad. Uh, during World War One, the growth of the population and the economy slowed. That or the diseases that started spreading in World War One, like uh, a post-war slump in wheat prices was a major factor, leading to political discontent and the election success of the United Farmers Party of Alberta in 1921. During the 1920s, the economy improved and population again increased. By years of depression and drought in the 1930s had a devastating effect. In 1935, the Social Credit Party, the new monetary policy, was elected and retained power for 36 years before it was replaced by the Progressive Conservative Party in 1971. That was from Britannica.com. So, uh, a little announcements. Next Sunday, everybody. Next Sunday will be uh, a live stream. Nice. Who's gonna be on it? Uh, everybody who wants to come on, come on. Say hi. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, no. Next Sunday. Next Sunday's no. It's over. No, it's twenty fifth. Twenty sixth is Monday. Yeah, 25th, sorry. It's Sunday. So whoever wants to come on, come on. Say hello and tell us about your phenomenons. Or the legends that you have heard that we have not talked about before. Come over here. Come over here. I'm going to play this. I can cut this out later. If not, I'll just... Figure. Figure it out. Whatever. Figure out how to edit it. But, yeah, we'll be putting videos on the Monster Legend YouTube channel. Yes. Go check it out. And check out the new merch on Redbubble. Definitely want to do that. Oh. Put a link down below in the podcast.
Gonna need sweaters for this coming uh, winter. Yeah, it's already it's October and it's already pretty chilly out. It was 54, well, no, 44 last night. Yeah. So, need something warm and cuddly. Probably get some artists to help. Yeah, if you're an artist, you want to make some, find some art. Crifts in Alberta. I can't find anything like cryptid. Much on cryptids, but, but, but not every area has things on cryptids. So, but every place does have a legend. Yeah. Which we'll get to. The first cryptid. The Alaskan giant polar bear. Oh, polar bears are adorable. Number one, even though they might bite your face. The Alaskan giant polar bear is an enormous white bear, much bigger than a Kodiak brown bear, that is a creamy white and has hair on the pads of its feet. It's mentioned in Alaskan folklore. One woman from Kodiak Island remembers vividly how her father once killed a bear, a giant white bear with hairy paws. She insisted it was nothing like a Kodiak bear. The Alaskan great polar bear is also sighted in Greenland, Alberta, and Quebec. One couple, one couple reporting seeing a giant white bear with two heads in their gondola ride in Alberta in the winter time. Another sighting in Albec when a French elderly woman was sitting inside a restaurant drinking hot chocolate when she saw a huge white mass of fur running down a hill and an expedition found nothing. Giant polar bears are so sighted in London didn't think polar bears were in London. Far but, from their home. But in, there actually are places yeah. that have the same name in different areas, regions. So there might be a London in Canada. Like, like London, London. Like London, UK. Mm. One supposedly invaded a subway train and one was set to punt into a small city creek. These giant polar bears may be a remnant population of the Earth's Martimus Tyrannus. That's a big word. Uh, I mean, Tyrannus. It's like Latin for like bear something tyrant. Otherwise known as the Pleistocene polar bear. This bear was over 11 inches taller than the modern polar bear as known from a predatory on Yilna found in the Thames River near Kew Ridge, London. In 2015, History Channel 2 created a monster documentary TV series missing in Alaska. That's, you, watched, you ever seen that? I've never seen it. I, I, I haven't either. But probably it's interesting. Um, that centers around Alaska Triangle, Alaskan Triangle, in which past 20 years each year, um, people have gone missing by either mythological or mutilated, mutated creatures, cryptoids, and monsters. Taken by either paranormal, supernatural, extraterrestrial, alien beings, 
hunted or killed by Native American or Eskimo, Eskimo demonic and ghostly entities or disappear through unknown portal vectors. This is great. So it's like a set bunch of X-Files, but Alaska edition? X-Files, like. or it kind of reminds me of Fringe. Fringe about and it's like different deaths and different creatures and time travel and going through different portals. Very good show. It's on uh, Amazon. If anyone's interested in looking into it. But X-Files is also amazing. And Missing Alaska, season one, episode 12, Sacred, Scared of Bear God. That this gigantic folklore creature was introduced and researched by three main characters. characters uh, Jax, Ken, Tom, Tom. Tommy with one M, whoever spells it a name like that is stupid. Hey, be nice. So saying this. Um, Shut up, it's Tommy. Who hunt and try to find proof of evidence and explanations of Alaska's triangle. Crazy. It is. It looks so cute, but so freaking vicious. And... Bears are adorable, and you want to smell Bears like... are not adorable. Bears are adorable. Bears are all creatures. No, they are not. They're smart. I'm looking at them. This camera here. Hey, okay, camera, hey, audience. Bears will, if they're hungry, they'll eat. They'll start eating you alive. They'll only kill you first. Okay, that's any animal that you piss off. Look at lions. Lions will kill you first. Yes, exactly. Bears won't. They'll eat you alive. So will lions. No, they won't. They'll kill you first. Still a catch and a toy to them, but they're still adorable. Like a big giant teddy bear that you want to hug and snuggle. Here's some interesting things I found about Alberta. What's underneath West Edmonton Mall? I don't know what is. I don't know what is. You tell me. I don't know you tell me. West Edmonton Mall is absolutely massive. Covers 490,000 meters. That's more than 800 stores, houses, the world's largest indoor water park, and a wealth of other attractions. So, is it surprising that a shop, shopping center of such magnitude would have its fair share of mysteries attached to it? The most common urban legend regarding the Behemoth Mall is what exists underneath it. Some people believe that the mall stands above a series of tunnels next to the homes to the Earth Mizen families. Others claim that the tunnels have been retrofied as a bomb shelter after 9-11. While, assault, while some optimists believe it's the foundations of a future LRT station. Interesting. Wow. Alright, so this is what's the sound in the La Boheme Hotel? Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Okay. Um, guests at the La Boheme Bed and Breakfast Hotel and Edmont's Highland District have complained about being woken up in the middle of the night due to eerie creaking sounds and repetitive thumping. These creaky and thumping noises can certainly be explained by an old, worn-down infrastructure, but that doesn't explain the ghost that apparently appears in the closet. No one can explain the footless ghost that will suddenly chill the temperature of the room some believe a caretaker murdered his wife at the hotel many years ago and then proceeded to burn her body in the basement's, basement's furnace. That is really fucked up. 
That kind of reminds me of uh, Google. No, Jane Doe's body. Doe's body. Yeah, the one that we just watched on Netflix yes. where they tried to burn her body and it did not work out. And they all end up dead. Oh yes, now they realize um, she's a, a witch. Yep. If anyone's interested, go watch that. That was a really good movie on Netflix. I'm, I'm pretty sure they, what they did to her was to make her body a prison. Damn, they pretty much freaking tattooed the inside of her body. With seals. Broke, yeah, with seals. Broke her wrist, her ankles. So she can't move and she can't talk. Oh yeah, they cut her in a tongue. But definitely well, hide. Like, we're spoiling the movie real bad. Yeah, so sorry. But go watch that movie. And go watch The Haunting. That's really good too right now. Haunting. Isn't it called The Haunted? Haunting. We're watching. Oh, Haunting on Hill House? Yeah, The Haunting of Hill House. It's really, really good, especially for Halloween coming up. It's a really interesting uh, TV show to watch. Highly recommend. The Curse of the Hidden Gold Mine. At the turn of the 20th century, a group of prospectors from Montana traveled to Alberta to search for gold. Along the North Saskatchewan River, two members of the group traveled off on their own and allegedly found a massive hall of gold buried beneath some bedrock at the top of a mountain. Two prospectors fought over what to do with the treasure, resulting in one killing his partner as he slept. That kind of reminds me of an episode of American Dad with Roger. He finds that golden turd. Yep. It also reminds me of a. With the ring? Yeah. Uh, rumor has it, chief <coughs> of the Blackfoot tribe overheard the spat and laid a curse on that area. Many have searched for the gold rush reported by the prospectors, but have failed and fallen victim to the curse. One prospector allegedly found the mine was killed with the cabin. And the cabin he was staying in had <laughs> burned to the ground. To this day, the mine has never been found. I'm wondering what kind of curse it was. Probably like, never find it. Yeah. Uh, Die if you do, I think. Probably. Room 873 at the Baymont Springs Hotel. If you travel to Beth um, to stay at the Baymont Springs Hotel, don't bother requesting 873. It's allegedly been sealed off after renovations, and hotel management have long denied that. The hotel is haunted. Legend has it long ago, a family was brutally murdered in the room. But when the police investigation was finished, the room was redecorated and opened up to guests. That didn't last long. People staying in the room 873 have reported being woken up in the middle of the night to screams, flickering lights, and the sight of bloody handprints on the walls and mirrors of the room. I would be bolting out of that room. In a heartbeat. Screams, uh, flickering lights, a fucking. <laughs> what the hell? It's like the, the show we're watching. With the hanging woman. Yeah, the hanging. Okay, we're not saying anything. We just said the hanging woman. That's it. No more. Go watch this show. Highly recommend. We were trying not to spoil it, but it's kind of like some of the things that are going on. Kind of loops on 
loop. Oh. <laughs> Frank side. Alberton Mining Town, Frank, was home to one of the largest and deadliest landslides in Canadian history. In 1903, nearly 90 million tons of limestone slid down Turtle Mountain, crushing the mines, most of the community, and a railway into the town. That's brutal. More than 75 people were killed in the disaster. Many of the bodies were never found. While the disaster is explainable, many people who have adventured up Turtle Mountain blame sites of paranormal activity. It's believed that spirits of the families of the people who were never found still wandered the mountain, searching for their loved ones. Aww, that's sad. Our Burton crop circles. Crop circles are a large part of popular immigration. No, imagination. Can't speak. And with a prominence as wide and as vast as Alberta, it isn't surprisingly seen our share of massive bizarre patterns show up on farmland. Most crop circles can be explained as the work of pranksters or a man-made land art. For the crop circles found in Bulim, a small hamlet outside of Cameroos in the 1960s are still unexplainable to this day. Canadian's Department of National Defense investigated the phenomenon but were unable to come to a conclusion. Investigators say the rings were uh, rings varied in size, with the smallest one being 31 feet and 9 inches in diameter. There's also, Damn. there's also no evidence of tire marks, exhaust from a vehicle, or signs of human activity outside the circles. It suggests that it must be the work of a massive aircraft. Or aliens, but who knows? Hey, it could have been playing for all we know. But then again... What's time? Uh... Time crop circles are man made. Yep. People fucking with people. The sound heard around the world. From the United States to England, all the way to Conklin, Alberta, people have reported hearing a powerful, bizarre sound without a trace of origin. People from Colorado, Brazil, England, and Malaysia also reported a similar powerful, deep, humming sound that appears to be coming from beneath them. Sound in Cochran appears to come and go as the sound begins as something mechanical, but slowly turns into what apparently sounds like a hollow scream or loud moan. As of right now, there's no geophical explanation for a sound or where they're coming from. I don't want to hear that sound. That does not sound pleasant. Alright, the Charles Camsell Hotel. Charles Camsell Hotel, located in the east side of Edmont is regarded as the scariest haunting building in the city. Why? Why is it so scary? I'm about to tell you. Okay. <laughs> okay. The hospital was originally used to treat tuberculosis patients, but has the... What's tuberculosis? Tuberculosis is the... When you're having problems with your lungs, and you have like an airway infection, coughing fit, that's a pain in the ass to get rid of, if I'm not mistaken. Is it like a tutorial infection in your lungs and slowly gets worse? It gets worse and you start coughing up blood. Yeah, it can get that far depending on how how much you have it. But anyway, but as the epidemic waned, it was given a new function as a general treatment hospital. Controversy surrounding the hospital suggests that the 
personal. What does that mean? Like not the aboriginal. Okay, the aboriginal population was terribly treated by the staff. That was various medical experiments were conducted on the patients. It's been abandoned since 1996, and the residents of the area claim they can feel eyes watching them as they walk or drive by. Recently, a phenomenal investigator led a team into the hospital where they recorded what happened to the sounds of the male and female voices coming from the fourth floor, which used to be the psych ward. I can't be interested in seeing that. I'm also terrified. Um. And we'll try to cut in any images we can. though, except for the Alaskan big bear, polar bear. Of course, there's always Bigfoot, but... But Bigfoot's everywhere. Bigfoot is everywhere. It's it, kind of getting redundant. I hate to say it, I know there's a lot of people that love Bigfoot and everything like that, but it's just been sighted everywhere. And it's like, how much can you talk about? Wait, he's been reported. Okay, he's been reported everywhere. He's been reported everywhere. Oh, he's been everywhere. There's a difference. People lie. Yeah, everyone lies. I know people lie. Don't you look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting learning about it. I would like to go see the haunted houses and haunted places. That'd be interesting. But at the same time, I don't think I can. Anyway. I jump at the smallest things. No, um. Spider, you have a spider out on your porch, and it's very cool looking. It's not on your railing. Sorry, what? I said, yes, we decorated for Halloween. What? We decorated for Halloween. There you go. And we should do an interesting podcast for Halloween. Well, uh, yeah, I got our live stream before that. And before that. Should I should be getting some this guy I'm working with is working on something for Halloween and we got some something going on. And Let's see you guys might be in for a treat. Hopefully we get into the but let me I move a phone. I don't wanna. Oh thank you. You're welcome. Give some shout outs to some podcasts I listen to. Hopefully you'll be listening to another one soon. Hopefully. Alright, I know. It's taking me forever. The Cryptic cryptic Corner by Casey Wilson. And that's why we drank no pill. 3 a.m. Screaming Chewy Show. Which I think is coming on the stream. Next week. 
uh, last pack last podcast on the left. That just reminds me of the last cabin on the left, and that was something that's hopefully now. Legendary Africa. And in the Shadows podcast, which um, Isaac came on during one episode. Which he definitely came on one of the episodes. Came on in the Vermont. He was on the Vermont. Very good, very cool guy. I talked to him all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Joe Rogan experience. Everyone knows that, and everyone loves that. There were some interesting people. I see some people really hate, really don't like Joe Rogan. Not everyone's taste. I mean, I don't like all his podcasts, but I like some of them. Especially when he has interesting people on. I like when he gets um, Brent on. Nice. Oh, crap. Yep. That's fun. And when he gets like really interesting people on. Like when he had, uh, what's his name on? It's been more specific. He had like somebody, <laughs> what's his name? The guy with the, that smoked and everyone went up in an uproar. Oh, uh. Eli. Uh. I know. Elon Musk? Yep, Elon Musk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm stupid. I don't want to go get mad for it. Cryptic Campfire. That's a podcast. Super Free Radio. Q and E podcast. They have a really good sports podcast. And really good. And they're covering um, Lovecraft Country. Huh. And they're really good at breaking stuff down and explaining things. Uh, I miss things in the show. And they catch it. And they're really smart. I like us so you know the books. Uh, Movement Radio, they're a t- um, wrestling tag team, tag team, they wrestle, they wrestle wrestlers, um, uh, Talon, Williams, and and they cover sport, <coughs> sports, and they have this series called, um, Hauntings of going to their states um but it was aliens they would like cover like um yeah, explain phenomena like alien stories and say animals like whether it was aliens or not and they're really funny oh yeah like the balloon in the sky someone thought it was an alien but it definitely was a freaking balloon that was wet out flying in the sky the Roman podcast uh please it's like an entertainment podcast. The Unseen Paranormal podcast. It's very good. It's very good um, interviews. Very good interviews about paranormal. It's very. It's like very, the one in the uh, when you did Florida. He has ear butters. No. His voice is ear butter. It's very nice. I like the one that you did with the woman from Florida. Florida. Yeah, oh, yeah. she was a paranormal detective. Oh yes. Um, It was a really good episode. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead. And it's on YouTube. It. I, I put it on YouTube. You didn't know that. I did not. Yeah. Also, there's a Maryland with Christy Sumner from Soul Sisters Paranormal. Yeah, I need to have her on again. Uh, Christy, if you're listening, email me. Okay. Or he'll email you. Um, fire breathing kittens. 
the D&D podcast, and it's really fun. I, I don't know how to comment on that one. I want to learn D&D, though. I don't have the time to play d and <laughs> I don't either, but still. I wish I wasn't essential. Nor do I. Uh, history A. History A podcast. It's like a really good um, like history podcast. And I was on it. I was a guest recorded an episode with her, and it was about MKUltra. Nice. I apologize for the whining. That is my puppy. That is the demon dog known as Luca Sambuca. Yep. Very timelines. Another great history podcast. They go through the decade, like, year of, like, different great stuff happened that year. Hmm. Like, what was, um, the top 20 top billboard of October 1993. Interesting. You go through, I did like the 90s and the 60s. Drunk Guys Book Club podcast. Uh, it's like a, they go through like a book and talk about it and they like recommend beers. That goes, like goes the name of the book. Watch it if you dare. It's a horror movie review podcast. And they recently covered this recent episodes I listened to. The Hicks Hoxon is like an old movie about what happened to witches. I don't know, witch hunts used to go. And a witch. Like Salem Trials. Yeah. Like, no, like. Groupings, which uh, hunts, tremors, double tremors, uh, history sleuth. They're like they talk about history. Girlfriend, uh, not so much. You don't love history? history? No, don't like history. Don't, what don't love history. What do you love history? Made asleep. Wait, but why? Because it's boring, man. Because if we always repeat the freaking past, we haven't learned from our mistakes. Okay. Spanish influenza. Kind of what's going on right now with COVID. I can't help with that. These, but it's, these, these just happen. Okay. You know why? Because uh, uh, her. They get uh, into it. Uh, pandemics happen about every 100 years, and everyone who survived it but died was... before, so I don't know how to fucking handle a pandemic. But I mean, we're still repeating some of the past mistakes from the past. The economy that was crashing not too long ago. Yeah, crashes like every hundred years. What the heck do I know? I don't like history. Like, Leave me alone. Like, it crashed in 1820, like eight, early 1800s. I don't I crashed like history. in 1930, 1920. You don't, you don't know history. You don't know history, so that's why you keep repeating it. Okay. I've learned a lot of history throughout school, college, high school. Elementary school and middle school. Head in the Shadows podcast. Oh. Thanks for putting me off. Appreciate it. Oh, no. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go, ahead. Go ahead with your white privilege. <laughs> not white privilege. Just not interesting, except for when I was learning about the different genocides that we've committed or were committed. 
of Prairie Land Paranormal Podcast. And they're really good. Their stuff is like tight. Tight. It's really well polished. It's like glass. Also. So you can see through it. No, it's a little smooth. Well, glass you can see through. Well, I don't. Another. How else do you say that? Uh, drinks first. This is like a dating show podcast. A dating show? Yeah. Like she takes people from New York and they talk like, oh, um, I like, I, like, where do you want to go? Like, where do you like to go eat at? And tell me about yourself. And they, oh, where's so-and-so? We'll go hit him up. Real fun. But, Cute way to actually meet people. Yeah. The Craig Skits podcast. This is a Craig Skits uh, podcast. He's a legend in the internet. He started Screw Attack and Game Attack with John Bowen. Nice. But um, Craig's Christmas, um, he, start, he went, started his own thing, started streaming on his channel on Twitch, and uh, started his podcast. It's very great. He talks to his people like uh, and Computer Nerd, and it's old Slam Bowl coach, and a guy who hosts the NBA, uh, the sports NBA channel guy. Um, I don't know. Just the I like walk in the Shadowlands. This is like the best. This uh, she's so good. Very nice, very calming voice. Very nice. Very it calms me down when I'm at work and I have like three trucks to do. I need. To, Relaxation. Relaxation. Very new podcast. Very nice. I was on last week. Or was it? Yes. Wyoming. Nice. Very nice guy. Very articulate. Very smart. And very. He's uh, has over fourteen years experience of paranormal research and. See, that's awesome. Like, when people would say they have that under their belt, and they know a lot about it, it's kind of interesting. 14, 14 years ago, I was We were in high school. I was 13. Yeah, we were in middle school. So I was that? Yeah, I was 13 years old. So was I. I'm only six months older than you. Oh, I thought you were. Do you want to continue that sentence? No, I don't want to continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is why we should do podcasts. That's uh, BS. <laughs> I thought of a podcast there were also guests on our show when we did uh, top five uh, monsters oh I remember that when you did that right here. yeah and then you had to redo it because the audio sucked um the um there were like a movie like top the, like yeah. top ten monster movies top ten any kind of movies action like top they were really good like movie trivia Really fun, really great guys. Fairy folk. Talk about fairies. I got fairies. I love learning about the fae. Different monsters, like legendary fairy queen. Yeah, that's fae. Fairies, fae. Fae is a broad subject. You don't want to fuck with the fae. Don't fuck with the fae. The Myth and Legend and Lore podcast. Blast and Rick podcast. What? Laughs and Rick podcast. He's like a variety show. It's really funny. Huh. 
Here's a story about Oh, you're locking up three bears and messed up. Oh boy. Destroy your childhood. Uh, I felt true crime. Really great. It's like a true crime pocket. Oh, crime. Interesting. Yeah, it's a perspective. The first one I say is fuck out. It's a mixture of things. It's a mixture of things, yes. Uh, some of these have been. Conversations are strange. I don't know. He's a really great guy. A lot of the people that you have on have nice and amazing. When the boat breaks. Uh, I was going to be honest and talk about some personal stuff. Going on. But it never came. Um, scapegoats, a common conspiracy. There's a lot of scapegoats. I haven't heard much from them. They last updated on May 31st. Hopefully they'll be back. Hopefully they're working and making money. Hope so. I hope whoever has been affected by this pandemic is actually doing okay. Most best podcasts. It's like a game show and you're trying to figure out who's the best co get points. To see who, who's um, the best co-host. Oh lord. That would be interesting though. Uh, pop culture climate. Pop culture. Pop culture. We're historians. Multiplication. Good one of them. Should do only like three episodes, but I would, I would recommend to you episodes. You maybe just want to pop culture stuff right now. Splash, splash page or something like that. It's old. Like a Marvel universe. And, um, again. Live stream coming up next weekend. Next Sunday. I'm pretty sure I'm working this Saturday. At the end of the month. Yep, probably. Probably. I'm actually really surprised I'm working. I'd have Saturday off. And keep an eye out for the Halloween special that may come out. Yes, and I should. I'd like to get another. I'll talk to you about it on a stream. Assistance. And don't forget to check out the YouTube channel and to check out the new merch on Redbubble. I think you guys would like it. A lot of cute little items, especially with Christmas and the holidays coming up. They can make great gifts. For artists, hit me up. Definitely anyone who is good at art. I can't draw this. Neither can I. I. I can draw some. Sometimes I get to like a fun, like a, a zone. I can draw stuff. Feel but feel pretty good. I draw stick figures. I don't mean like inspired. I could be in a zone to draw. Crafts. I need to very crochet. Do things with my hands. Yes. Yes, that's true. Uh, oh, okay. Um. See you guys.
back here next Monday. Have a good one. Be safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Monster Legend Podcast. Hope you were able to find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We also have our own website at monsterlegendpodcast.com. If you'll be so kind to please leave a review and subscribe and let me know what I can do to make this show better for you. If you have any stories you'd like to submit or you'd like to be a guest, send me an email or a DM. But I hope you do one thing that's really important and have a great day. Thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.